Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the best bits of Help I Sex and My Boss Series 7. Yes, last night we revealed as a surprise on our Instagram that the 8th series of Help I Sex and My Boss will begin next week on Tuesday the 29th of June. So if you're listening to this on the day of release, you've got a week to wait. We left it, uh, we surprised everyone, we crept up behind them like so many people have wanted to do to Jordan and uh, we've announced that we are back next week. We are back, baby, but this week it's all about playing some of our favourite moments from Series 7. So thanks to all of you and Divas who got in touch with your own standout moments from the series. Now, in this episode today, it's all about some of the best bits from the main episodes of the podcast. We had so much Weekend Release fun in Series 7 that there'll be another episode dedicated to our favourite bonus episode moments on Friday. Two for the price of one. How lucky you are. So what have we got first then? Right, this first clip is from our first episode of Series 7. And I had forgotten completely all about this. I was talking about putting up some paintings, being the um, being the, the blokey bloke that I am. And I had been watching a video on Wix. And you did one of your famous impressions, thankfully not of any relative of mine, uh, you did an impression of the fitness coach, Joe Wicks. Can I just say, because of Covid, I obviously couldn't get a handyman in to do that. All other pictures in this flat have been put up by someone else. But I had to do it myself. And so I had to Google, um, I Googled on you, I YouTubed, how to put up a picture. And I sat and wa- watched a wonderful video by Wicks, it had their name on it, and watched that video. And then had to sort of kept pausing it and checking what I was doing. And I did it all myself. Took me took me an hour. But I think that's a new stage of butchness that I have reached. <laughs> says it all about you not putting up one picture in your house. That says... Because I... Yeah. I, ref- I I can't get people in. I can't. Uh, it, when you said Wicks, it wasn't Joe Wicks, was it? No. No, it wasn't. Oh, that... Hammer the nail! Put it on the wall! Pick! Done! Bosh! Like, Christ. <laughs> Hammer it in! Hammer! Screwdriver! Nail! Spirit level! Bosh! Okay. All right, Joe, we get it. Hammer the nail! Joe, I've done it. Carry on hammering! <laughs> Straight in the picture! Bosh! Here's an MBE. Um, no, it's... <laughs> it's uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't that. It was the DIY store uh, in the UK. I forgot about that, too. Also, in this episode, didn't we kill off the legend that is Barry Manilow? Yes, the uh, the ageing pop star, Barry Manilow. Uh, he might be ageing, but he is still alive. Or he certainly was at the time of recording this. It will be funny if he dies over the weekend. Uh, but currently he's still alive. But in episode one, in series seven, uh, we th- well, you thought he was dead. There was a time when we were on holiday in America and we were in New York for a couple of nights and they wanted to go and see a show. Now, obviously, you can guess which show I went to go and see. 
and I said, no, I'm going to go and see Mary Poppins at the New Amsterdam Theatre. And, uh, you know, if that was James that went, oh, I want to go and see Mary Poppins, they'd be there. They all went off and sat, sat through Jersey Boys, which is a kick in the teeth on so many levels. <laughs> That's so I was there on my own at Mary Poppins, you know, doing all that. <laughs> and um, they're off watching Jersey Boys, which is an inf- inf- such an inferior show on so many levels. Oh, I don't know. If I'm honest, I prefer the Jersey Boys film to the Mary Poppins film. And I probably prefer the show as well. My eyes adored you. No, I never laid a hand on you. My eyes adored you. No, the guy from the stage, from the uh, New York stage, what's it called? Um, the New York stage? The New York's West End, what's it called? Broadway. Broadway. Board. Broadway. Yeah, Broadway. Um, the guy from the Jersey Boys in that was in the film. Was he? Clint Eastwood went to see the stage production and then made it into a film. He was like, this is good, so he made it into a film. Gosh, get you. Oh, Mandy. Oh, no, that's not Jersey Boys, is it? It might be. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the show. No, it's Barry, it's Barry Manilow, isn't it? Rest his soul. Is he dead, Barry Manilow? No, I don't think Barry Manilow's dead. Is he not? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, is he not? Barry Manilow. <laughs> oh, sorry, Barry. Is he... D- right, if if Barry Manilow's dead or alive, we'd, we'd just he was a wonderful human being. If he's... Anyway. Great. There you go, just to stress again that Barry Manilow is actually still alive. Next up, in episode three of series seven, I was talking about a time I tried to break a world record. Talking of Guinness World Records, um, which amongst us have two? Hands up if you have a Guinness World Record. Hands up if you have two Guinness World Records. Thank you. What was it? How many forks you could... The very first one I got was the world's longest curtsy relay. My parents mm-hmm. are very proud. And the second one was world's biggest afternoon tea. I've got one, actually. I did it in year seven. It was something to... We had an aeroplane jumping behind... I'm not making this up. We had an aeroplane jumping behind... If anyone's listening that went to Car Hill in uh, Kirkham, 11 to 18 high school, in year seven, we had to go to BAE Systems... Right, and we all had to jump all these other year sevens from different schools around the area, and there was a plane jumping behind us, and it was to make see if we could make. Um, there was a plane. Hang on, there was a plane jumping behind. You. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was. No, How does that work? Have I had too much it was, gin? No, it was. Uh, it was. Um, it, on please, somebody who's listening in the Blackpool Preston area. It it was one of those like it was. Um, a, 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 an air, a, a plane that you get on an aircraft carrier, like one that bonds people and shit. You know, like a, a jet. It, a fighter jet. A fighter jet. There was a fighter jet jumping behind you. Yeah, and it... Can you hear what fight, you're saying? This fighter jet was special because it was it could literally take off from the ground. So it was jumping up and we were jumping with it and the idea was to try and make a man-made earthquake. <laughs> And this this still makes me laugh. I still don't really understand how that worked. I need to sort of maybe I could get, jump on YouTube and, and look at jumping videos. And actually, there's another clip of this because it continued for several episodes, this theme. There's another clip of this in our best of bonuses on Friday. So you'll hear one of those continuations on Friday's best of episode. Um, and another classic moment, this one from episode four. 
and possibly the weirdest letter we've ever got. Yeah. Definitely from last series was a letter from a twin. The uh, next letter is from Ted. Boys, my fellow gin kins. Oh, here we go. I desperately need your help. Or some wise words of advice. It took me 30 minutes and four large servings of G&D to muster up the courage to send this. I'm on the cusp of doing something both dastardly yet delightful in a very selfish way. I am an identical twin. And, as is often the case with twins, we have the exact same taste in food, clothes, music. Only now I've discovered this extends to men, too. You see, my twin brother has recently gotten himself into a new relationship. And while I'm happy for him that he has found a kind, sweet and gorgeous boyfriend, it has opened up a longing in me. A longing not for my own kind, sweet, gorgeous boyfriend, but for my brother's sweet, kind and oh-so-gorgeous boyfriend. And when I say gorgeous, I mean sober Justin Bieber-level gorgeous, young Brando with a good hairline kind of gorgeous. At night, I lie in bed wondering what it would be like to cuddle him like my brother does in the next room. No. Or how it would... Or how it would feel to run my fingers through his silky brown hair. <laughs> Oh my what God. is wrong with what the What is going today? on, William? What is going on? I thought the guy who shagged his melon was weird last series. What is... One bizarre night... Is there sang in the water this month? One bizarre night, I had the brainwave that maybe we could both have him. After all, twins are known for being good sharers, are we not? We share a birthday and a mother. Why can't we also share a man? But then... No, I quickly realised that I fancy him too much to even think of letting someone else have him, even if that person is my brother. I know my brother's boyfriend finds me physically attractive, with me and my brother being identical twins, and I often get the feeling that our personalities gel better too. We both have a silly, almost immature sense of humour. It's still very early-ish days for their relationship, so I imagine my brother wouldn't be too heartbroken if things did progress between myself and his boyfriend. Am I stupid for considering making a move on him? I know it's selfish and cruel, but if I don't, I feel like I will be unhappy forever. On paper and in person, he is everything I have ever looked for. I'm at a crossroads and I desperately need your words of advice. Best, Ted. I think we just need to take a moment. I like on pouring up a drink. I... I... Don't know whether to be horrified or deeply aroused. It's. <laughs> it. I just. I don't think you can do that. I. I Ted, I think. You we need sound... to have a talk, Ted. We need to have a Ted talk. Still the weirdest letter we have had to date. And we say every series, don't we? Mm. Just when you think it couldn't get anywhere. Series six, we had watermelons. Series seven, we had twins fancying their twins' boyfriend. And what are we going to have in Series 8? We, we will find out next week. Um, can I also say that the whole point of our bonus episode, which we only launched a few series ago, is to do follow-ups. Um, follow-ups, particular letters. Now, that uh, Ted, who wrote in with that problem, 
any update that you want to share with us? Have you, you know, is your brother still together with the the young Marlon Brando? Uh, How's it going? We've got another series. Let us know. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Also in this episode, I ended up getting a bit carried away with one of my impressions, and I think I got in trouble with my housemate. My mother, who I live with, is very often talking on the phone. She's a pretty popular woman, it seems, as she is always receiving calls from her colleagues in the NHS, as her job is something to do with the union and stopping people losing their jobs and the like. Due to this, I'm often woken up by her big scouse tones vibrating through the floorboards, and she gives people advice. I take it fucking Why do they all have to have swear words? I can't, sorry, sorry. I can only do scouse if I swear. If I swear, sorry. You want Are you joking, aren't you? And this is why we're not going to Liverpool on our tour. However, I noticed a strange habit of holding of late. No matter if she is making said phone call or oh, receiving shit. one. Shit. I've just remembered Joe's got a job interview. My housemate's got a job interview. How far away is his room from yours? No, I'm like next to him. He's just proper slammed the door. Oh, shit. I completely forgot. He's got a really... Oh, he really wants his job interview as well. Oh, no. Oh, I hope he hasn't slammed the door on the job interview. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, I feel really bad because this is the one he really wanted. Well, I don't look... I don't think you doing a Scouse woman's impression is going to sway it either way in his favour. And can I just ask, has Joe actually found any employment since? Did he? It's been weeks since, months even, since that moment. Has he? Did he get that job? Funnily enough, um, he starts a new job on Monday, actually, at the time of recording. Oh, that's fantastic. Well done. And were you, were you made to leave the flat when he was doing that job interview? I was out. I was out. Work's really picked up since then, so I'm hardly in at the moment. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got. <laughs> next up, we've got a clip from episode seven. This is Gene Divas, one of my favourite moments from the series. But it's also one of those things that, when something happens to us in real life, I get so excited because I'm like, I can't wait to talk about that on the episode. And this was one of those moments. Do you remember when? <laughs> Do I remember when what? Why are you laughing? Because I don't even know where you're going. Do you remember when... (laughs) Please let us keep this in, please. What? Don't! You're worrying me. Do you remember when... (laughs) Please, if you keep this in, please. Please, I'm... What? what? I don't know what you're going to say. when you went away and you sent me that video. (laughs) Notice I've got a lube on the side. (laughs) No, we were FaceTiming. And I gave you a tour of the room. And you went, you went, oh, you haven't moved the lube as a joke. And we hadn't. 
was mortified. <laughs> I was mortified. <laughs> he was more mortified. Just out of interest, what brand of lube do you use, William? Is it a luxury lube brand? Do you have a luxury lube brand? I think the correct answer to that is uh, whichever lube is sponsoring us this week. <laughs> do you have? Do you use the old KY jelly? I'm not. I'm not. Look, it's demeaning enough that you have discussed my lubrication, which is we actually. The thing is, you misconstrued that because actually one of the doors in that hotel room was just a bit stiff. <laughs> So we went to the shop, got some lube because there was no WD forty, and it was just we just put it on a hinge. Oh, okay, okay. Tell us what's coming up next. Uh, next, it's another one of your uh, impressions, uh, and again, it, it's, of course, some of your impressions I, I find slightly, um, well, do I say libelous? But on the basis that I've never met this person, um, I, I can get fully behind this one. And this is your your family neighbour when you were growing up. Uh, Vicky, mm-hmm. uh, well, we'll let the clip explain. My mum and dad always mm-hmm. used to get me to do, when I was a kid, so they always used to get me to do me Deirdre Barlow impression, my um, Bill Clinton impression. Your Bill and, Clinton impression? Yeah, and Vicky, who lived across the road from us. <laughs> three three very similar people. I was always a bit of a show-off then. My mum and dad would be having a party and they'd be going, do you? Do you, Deirdre Barlow? You can tell I was born in the 90s. I can't do it, can I can't, I can't do it. And then my Bill Clinton impression. Bearing in mind, this was like when I was seven, eight-year-old. Right. I did not have a sexual relationship with that woman. Indeed, I did have a sexual relationship with Monica Lewinsky. And the woman who lived across the road from us. Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? (laughs) (laughs) Can I borrow your potato peeler, Wendy? Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? <laughs> Was it always a potato peeler? Yeah. Why couldn't she buy her own? They're only like a pound. Well, you don't know what like back in my day. We used to borrow each stuff. It's the north. That was one of the very first impressions I ever used to do. I was about seven when I did that impression. I can't believe the Gene Divas like that as much as what it is. It's not that good. It, I do, there's something about it. And, of course, I think you did it on our live show, which we're, we're coming on to talk about in a minute, so they could see how you look when you do your impressions, uh, the beauty of being visualised. And if you liked all of that, Gene Divas, stay with us for Series 8. All right, coming up next, a highlight from Episode 11. This was me really relating to a listener's letter. Now the restrictions in England have changed regarding meeting one other person outdoors for a walk, me and my friend, they mean my friend and I, scheduled to meet at the local woods at the weekend. I picked us up a Costa drive through en route to meet her. I don't usually drink coffee, but I thought, sod it, why not, and ordered myself an iced latte. Can I just say, right, and I love coffee, you know, I go drink co- I can't have Costa, it goes through me like a freight train. Honestly, if I have Costa, oh, I don't want to go into it. I don't want to sound like your nan, but Jesus Christ. I got, yeah, something in Costa Coffee, it runs right through me. How, how do you find a Cafe Nero? Yeah, fine with Nero. Let's have a discussion about coffee shops of England and Jordan's bowels. No, I'm fine with all else because I drink coffee all day. Honestly, Costa Coffee, yeah, 
honestly. We can call this episode, Help, Costa's Gone Straight Through Me. If, I, honestly, if I have a Costa coffee, I, it's like I'm pissing on my ass. <laughs> oh, good. Jolly good. I'm more interested in why on earth they ordered an ice latte in March, but never, there we go. Um, we were around halfway through the woods when I'd finished my ice latte, and it had become blatantly clear it was going to go straight through me. Oh, Jordan, you're not the only one. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> that, is that what they've really said? Oh my god, are you yeah. joking? No. This, I told you, there's something in Custard Coffee. <laughs> I won't go into detail, don't worry, Jordan has, uh, because I'm scared William's, of William slagging me off too much, but I was left with no option but to dart into the nearest bushes, not once, but twice. <gasps> That'd be me! This left me sockless. <laughs> sockless? What does that mean? Do the math. They wipe their arse with a sock. Oh! Okay, now I'm judging them. <laughs> and dying to get home. I feel need to point out that there were no toilets anywhere nearby and the car was not close enough to get to it, so I couldn't rush home. So what I want to know is, what is the correct etiquette regarding shitting in the woods? Can't wait to see you guys on tour in Leeds. Let's hope my seat is near the toilet. Yes, we'll be putting plastic sheeting down if you let us know which seat you're in. Pretty graphic and disgusting descriptions. I'm not sure whether we needed that, but it, at least you and the listener that had written in uh, were in agreement. Says the man who left lubricant on the side. For the door. It wasn't for the door. You've got me saying lubricant now. It's lube, innit? It was for the door. It was for an entryway of sorts. Um, Episode 16. <laughs> Just clicked on. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, Gene Davis. At the time of recording, we're having a lot of trouble with internet connection. So I'm a bit behind. I'm a bit behind anyway, but with bad internet, I'm very much behind. So was I. <laughs> What's next? Because the, the hinge was on the on the back side of the door. Right, so we right. get it, we get it, right, okay. Uh, episode 16, our final proper episode of Series 7. We It was our 100th main episode. We went live, we went big, we went bold. Uh, we streamed on the internet and basically it broke when producer Ben appeared and indeed spoke. Um, and indeed Ben is in this clip and I, we should just tell people if you are triggered uh, at all by hearing producer Ben... Uh, just mute or um, take take your headphones out now because Ben is in this next clip. Okay, brace brace yourselves. What's next? next one? It's it's coming out very slowly. Oh. <laughs> I'm pulling out a dressing gown belt from the bag. Well, Let's we all know this. what this is, don't we, Gene Davis? And I, I'm reliably in informed by Jordan that. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> This is the dressing gown belt. Is this it? Have you actually brought your own dressing gown belt? Yes. Is this the one? And it's, it's very I've long. Never, right. Yeah. Just, to, I want to clarify this right now on the record. And I want to put it straight. I have never been tied up with a dressing gown belt. Then why did you bring the dressing gown belt? Because it was part, it's a big thing now. So you've never been tied up with a dressing gown belt. Smell the end <laughs> until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> smell? No, not smelling the end. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, it's a waffle. It's a waffle texture. This was. This is actually weird. 
Because I, I promise you, I haven't. Because this would be even weird. This was originally my dad's dressing gown. And my mum gave <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and my mum gave it me when I moved to London. Did your dad show you the ropes? <laughs> hey! He's here. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next see you week. Ta-ra. He did a funny. That was funny. That was very good. That was good. We'll cut that. Yeah, cut that. <laughs> and if you've been affected by any of the voices in this clip... Uh, go to our website. There's advice on on how to cope with uh, three talent coming at you. So those were some of our best bits from the main episodes in series seven of Help I Sexted My Boss. Our favourite weekend release moments will be with you on Friday. Weekend release. That's our bonus episode that we release every Friday. Uh, and remember, we return with a new series and new episodes on Tuesday, the 29th of June. So make sure you are subscribed and you are ready like a coiled spring. Pour yourself a G&D and get ready for the eighth series. Who'd have thought it? Of help, I sexted my boss. We can't wait. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 